going on? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this, well, this is our weekly retro Sunday night heat review show. I know that's a mouthful, but it's the Attitude Era, so it's all a mouthful. I felt like I get it. Yeah, yeah, that was an Attitude Era (laughs) joke. I'm your host. I'm Corey Smith, and uh, joining me via Zoom call chat, uh, magical internet powers, is my co-host of the day, Mr. Jose Oseguera. How are you, sir? I'm doing very well. How are you doing, and how are you guys doing out there in podcast land? Uh, I'm doing good. I don't know. They they listen in the in the future. We're in the past because we true. we travel through time every single week to talk to you from a different timeline. From uh, talking about a completely different timeline. 1998. We started off with a Sunday Night Heat. Each week, we well, I guess we don't really rate the show, but we review it. From start to finish, uh, mm-hmm. as uh, nonsensical as it is sometimes, we, God, uh, sometimes the thought of it is worse than actually watching the show. Yeah, yeah, totally. And, you know, we're, we are watching it with uh, hindsight 2020, both literally and figuratively eyes. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's uh, uh, at times it, it feels like a chore, but it's fun. I enjoy it. Oh, no, no, no. When I, I'm having a blast. I, I, I was saying just getting into it like when i was uh this week i was like oh, i gotta watch heat <laughs> and then i watched it and i was like all right it was a, it was a pretty decent show you know yeah. um i mean you know what gets me going what? when i when i have that feeling like oh i gotta watch heat i i just stop myself and go hey it's only 45 minutes yeah don't yeah, even yeah. trip yeah and no, that gets absolutely. me going um yeah but we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about all that but before we get into any of it, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe at City Wrestling Radio on Facebook and Instagram. Unfortunately, still at CWR4 and 5 on uh, on on the Twitter. I don't yeah, know why. Well, you doing? know, it's CWR is too short for a handle and City Wrestling Radio is too long of a handle. I'm like, yeah. you guys are just, you're killing me here. But. Anyways, yeah. go like, share, and subscribe. We post a bunch of stuff, including today, uh, not today, but earlier this week, when, uh, you know, like we're posting about news, news updates, Alberto El Patron, Alberto Del Rio, indicted on charges. I'm not going to get into that. This guy. It just doesn't stop with this guy, does it? No. Well, uh, like I said, follow City Wrestling Radio on Instagram, Facebook, and at CWR4 and 5 on Twitter. Also, I, I just got to tell people this. Like, I haven't said it in a while. If you really want to support the show, City Wrestling Radio, like, for, well, first, you should be subscribed to us on YouTube. Um, that's number one with the little bell um, icon, because if we get to 100 subscribers, we are going to review. I don't know. What show have we have we even thought of a show yet to review like a really, really I was thinking like something like from 2007, 2006, uh, or we could do like Collision in Korea but I will also, you will see me put live on YouTube the Cody Rhodes temporary tattoo on my neck. I will wear it. <laughs> For 100 subscribers, I will do it. I'm Let's s- make it a whole show thing. I'm in. You know, I actually should. That should be the next, the next one. I should be like, you know, 200. Then I'll do it. But yeah. I've, I've already sold myself short. So, uh, guys, click that subscribe button, and you will see that beautiful. I have to order it first. Now, I actually, should just order it though, just to have. Oh, I'll get Mexico colors, you guys. There you go. Can you get one with Mexico? I don't. That'd be cool I think if you could figure it out, right? Yeah, yeah. 
Anyways, uh, like, uh, oh, yeah, no, my whole point. Uh, if you really want to mm. buy something with City Wrestling Radio's name on it, go to teespring.com slash stores slash City Wrestling Radio. Okay, that's enough plugs because I will be just plugging all night, um, which sounds bad, but whatever. Uh, Sunday Night Heat, uh, which was, was it this is October 11th, 1998? Yes, sir. Uh, what did you think of this show overall? Um, I, I watched it a couple of days ago, so it's not fresh in my head. Oh. But what I do know, it's, it's, uh, it, it, this is the true definition of a recap show because they recap what's been happening in every single storyline. Episode 11, every remember. Every single week, like the past month. Episode yeah. 11 is when it became a recap show. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Because this is totally recap after recap. Even the recaps have recaps. Yeah, Vince was like, ah. Uh, yeah, so basically... The entire show is just, yeah, it's first off uh, a really fast recap of everything that happened. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And yeah, then yeah. and then it's extended throughout the show. So the first one starts from, uh, you know, Taker and Kane pinning Stone Cold Steve Austin simultaneously at Breakdown 98. And if you haven't watched that show, what are you doing? Click the link above and go watch it. Uh, go watch our review of the show. We'll be here. We'll we'll be here. We'll, yeah. uh, come right back. Yeah, because I think there's an episode 10 you have to watch after that. And then you got to watch it. So catch up. Um, yeah, yeah. Catch up. Don't mustard. Anyway. Binge. Uh, kill Bill. Um, yeah. Uh, binge the show if you can. Anyways. Uh, yeah, no. So the like I said, it was a whole recap of that to him being attacked from Austin on the Zamboni uh, and him in the hospital. And then, you know, it was like really fast and it was like not, it was like, it's about like a minute long. You know what I mean? The video package. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say it was horribly fast, but it was, it was relatively there for a minute. It brought, yeah. I was like, okay, that's good. It went over everything. And it hit all the important spots. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all up to a certain point. Yeah, exactly. Uh, But then throughout the night, they had just like the full breakdowns, like the full actual what happened on Monday Night Raw? So, um, yeah, no, it's uh, it's weird what happened. Um, and we're back, hopefully sounding a uh, uh, not as choppy as before. I don't know what was going on there, but hey, technical difficulties. Yeah, everybody's using technology today. It's it's uh, oh, it's the yeah. hottest thing around. I mean, yeah. internet, right? Yeah. yeah, gigabytes, megabytes. Yeah, uh, it reminds me of that joke from The Simpsons. Have you heard of the new thing called the internet? It oh, what's that? It it's rem- the internet in your shorts for when you go oh, swimming. No, it it. Have you heard of this new thing called the inter the interwebbing? I think right, oh, something like that. Yeah, uh, but no. Um. Anyway, Sunday Night Heat. Like I said, it was a complete review show. Uh, where like I said, a bunch of reviews on what just happened. So. Let's get right into it. I mean, I thought there were some good matches, though. I will say that. And there was some hope for good matches. And there was uh, well, some good good advancement of storylines. We'll get into it. Uh, we kick off the show, like I said, with the recap. And then uh, we are on Shane Watch Week 11. <laughs> but, uh, but, man, it's I can tell it's creeping up on us. Shane's just like, are they going to pull me off the commentary table yet? Yeah, like, yeah. He's waiting. He's because I think even Jim Cornette is, is throwing a couple shots at him here and there. Mm-hmm. You know, he was like, "What? What'd you say, Shane? Yes. Don't worry about it." 
Uh, mm-hmm. So we kick off the show with Jacqueline defending her WWF Women's Championship, which does she ever carry it to the ring? I haven't seen it in a while. Yeah, I feel like... Was it even there th- uh, this week? I feel like they're still trying to get it back from Moolah. They're like, Moolah, give it back to us. We, just- we, we, uh, we checked every single trash can in the Omni. No, I, I'm, I'm completely kidding. Uh, because you know this, the the new edition. Maybe it hasn't been made yet. Maybe they're still waiting for it to be made. You know what I mean? The butterfly? No. No, no, no. Not the butterfly. That was the Divas Championship. This right. is the Attitude Era Women's Championship, the oval one where it was like right, black, right, which right. I looked, I liked. I never hated it. Looked, it. it looked like a a more compact version of the old Intercontinental t- title, right? Uh. The Attitude Era Intercontinental. That was more of an oval too, right? Oh, oh, that was a complete like complete oval. That was, yeah, but yeah, pretty much. You know, Vince had a thing for ovals at the time. I don't, I don't. Is because he liked blowing bubbles in his spare time. That that what? what There's the title. Ah, go get it. What what if he actually did though? That's the (laughs) real question here. Does Vince McMahon like to blow bubbles in his spare time? Nobody has. This is why. Why? Only outdoors, because those things leave stains on your hardwood floor in my Persian rug. Maybe he uh, maybe he yawns it to them. Ah, they don't exist if they're in a bubble. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but we kick it off with Jacqueline defending her WWF Women's Championship against, I, I think, a debuting Starla Saxton. And if you don't know Starla Saxton, it is not Byron Saxton's auntie or his cousin or his mom. No, it is uh, Molly Holly. I did not know that. You you didn't know that. You didn't see that. Yeah, I did. Is because you know uh, she looks was, a little different. Natural blonde yeah. hair and long long hair. And she does. I will admit this. Her she was wearing like a one piece. Like it kind of looks like a bathing suit or one piece. Mm-hmm. Um, but her wearing that, she looked a lot taller. Maybe it's because you could see you could see her legs more. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that's that's probably what got me. And all I could think of was Glow, because I actually went back yeah. to watch no, the yeah, third yeah. Uh, season of Glow, and that was heavily on my mind when I was watching this match. So I was like, so I, it didn't hit me at the time. Oh, that's ah, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I I looked at her face and I was like, she looks familiar. And once I looked her up, Molly Holly. Oh, there yeah. And you knew it was gonna be a squash. Was it though? I mean, is she? she uh, Jacqueline definitely defended her title, and but it was a good match for an Attitude Era Women's Championship match, or it was I don't think it was Women's Championship match, but an Attitude Era Women's Wrestling match. This yeah, was yeah. really good. Um, it's something you don't get very often. In exactly. The no. Uh, Saxon, uh, like I said, uh, Molly, Molly Holly, uh, a lot of good chain wrestling to begin the match, and even. Uh, Cornette goes, oh, he goes, oh, Shane wrestling to begin the match. And Shane goes, what's that? And he goes, well, that's all right. You'll figure it out one day. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, double underhook uh, suplex to Saxton, followed by a kick out. Starla then pushes Jackie into Mark Marrow. Almost gets a surprise win, but Jackie kicks out. Northern light suplex to Jacqueline. Around the world DDT, a kind of short match, but still uh, really good for an Attitude Era. 1998, a lot of people... You know, don't remember this match. Yeah, I don't remember yeah. this match. You I know what I do remember? I remember the the racism in the match. Oh, what? Which I I didn't notice this. Which part? What part? Okay, it was when Cornette was like, "Jackie has Indian blood for scalping Sable." 
Oh, God. Well, yeah, that was when she cut off uh, Sable's uh, weave the week before. Yeah, but, you know, that Indian blood shit is really bad. Yeah, the scalping stuff. Yeah, <laughs> Like we said, 1998. What are you it's, doing? And it's Jim Cornette, you know. Yeah, it's Jim Cornette. He yeah. made he he made that joke about you know he he would go he would like something about fried chicken in uh was that um what's uh, Ethiopia you know oh yeah and he was yeah. trying I was talking about people being hungry and eating fried chicken and you know you'd be faster than now Jim Cornette just slow down slow yeah. down take a breather we it, the, take the a foot hit. just creeps little <laughs> the the foot just slams into his mouth sometimes doesn't it. Uh, like I said, an around the world DDT to Saxon, followed by the pin and the win. Uh, this is, like I said, it was a really good women's match in the Attitude Era. And I hope that the WWF hires this uh, starless Saxon. I think she's going places. Yeah. Uh, hashtag give Saxon a chance. Um, Doesn't she go to WCW first? Molly Holly? Then, yeah. I don't remember Molly Holly in WCW. Okay. Um, do you remember she was like a beauty queen? She was hanging out with Jeff Jarrett. Remember, he had two women. He had uh, his wife, and an, she always wore a white gown, and she had a tiara and a sash. And every once in a while, she would jump on a third rope and jump on somebody. Molly Holly, WCW. Okay. Oh, well, that that option did come up, so let's check it out. I mean, I believe you. I'm not. Um, you know, denying this in any way. I'm pretty sure it was Molly Holly. I'm pretty sure it was her. So World Championship Wrestling 1999 to 2000. Wow. Uh, she debuted in WCW as Miss Madness, uh, one of Randy Macho Man Savage's uh, ballets, so- alongside Gorgeous George. Uh, I, had, I had the biggest okay. crush, on, crush on Gorgeous George when I was a oh, kid. Dude, she was gorgeous oh and then i mean for, had... for 90 standards but then i look back and i'm like ooh, like she looks yeah. good she's very pretty but i'm like no i'm okay yeah and you were probably really really young but did you ever hear about the leaked video wait what what's up oh there's leaked video oh uh, uh oh oh that sucks that it was of, if it was actually gorgeous leaked. george it's solo footage but you know it's great well yeah uh i mean i mean yeah <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that sounds good. Give me the link after the show. Uh, we move on. No, so yeah, she uh, she was trained a little bit at the power plant, too. Eventually, Savage did betray Miss, Miss Madness by firing her from Team Madness, brother. Alongside, uh, kind of a Hogan hybrid right there. Uh, she then became Mona, a fan favorite who uh, wore a beauty pageant sash, tiara, white gloves, and heels to the ring, wrestled barefoot in a blue cocktail dress, she mm-hmm. then embarked on a mini feuds with Medusa, uh, Little Janine, uh, uh, Aja, uh, As- Asa. That's Christy mm-hmm. Wolf. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, independent wrestlers such as Dee Dee. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, she was in WCW. So good on her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Jackie beats down on her after the match. Out comes Sable for the save. And she has a new hairdo, mm-hmm. which. She looks good. It was a nice, nice new hairdo. So yeah, it was. She went natural. We all know those were extensions. Come on. Oh, a week before when her hair looked like it weighed forty five pounds. Yeah. Like I feel yeah. like some drag queens felt bad for her hair at that point because mm-hmm. it looked so heavy. You know. Yeah. Uh, then we move on to an eight man tag match, which was really weird. Um, it was Kai it, it, and Ty versus the team of the Hardy Boys and uh, Too Much. Wait, what? Yeah. Uh-uh. But it felt like it had potential. Oh, wow. This is interesting. Okay. So I'm down. The, I'm down. 
okay, if we want to make a storyline up here, what I saw happening is the new debuting Hardy Boys. They're they're new in this game. They have hope and faith. You know, it's it's printed on their tights, and <laughs> yeah. they just they want a shot. They're ready to team up with people that want to team with them and fight. Now I said, you know, that's that's good. So they are teaming up with too much against Kai and Tai, uh, but what you know, it's too much. Uh, but it uh, is. I will say this. Brian Christopher was a pretty good wrestler, and so was Scott Taylor. You know? And you know what? He had he Not had his pulse all. on something. Like the the heel vibe that he was kicking was really good. That that cackle was annoying as hell, Ugh. and that could take you places. Yeah, yeah. He 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 did it very well, though. You are right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Taka Taka Mishinoku and Scott Taylor start the match. The Hardys are the only faces in this match. It's it's very weird. Oh, and also the the hairiest people on the face of WWF's planet. The Hardy Boys <laughs> they haven't learned. They haven't learned how to shave the chest or the armpits yet. They're just like, well, you know, I, they're just hairy. You just let it all hang out. You know, they they're they're only there for what like once every other week, so. Vince will tell them. They'll learn. They'll learn. Uh-oh. Yeah, they'll learn. Uh, let's see. Takamishinoku and Scott Taylor start the match. The Hardy Boys are the only faces in this match. Fall away slam to Takamishinoku by Scott Taylor. Taylor then uh, fakes out Jeff Hardy with a tag, kind of being a dick about it. I don't mm-hmm. know why, but hey, he does. Uh, skull yeah, crushing. They're heels. Yeah, skull crushing finale to Takamishinoku by Brian Christopher. Jeff Hardy then tagged in, and I love how, like I said, the story of the match was too much and didn't want to work with the Hardy boys, but Brian Christopher goes ahead and tags Jeff in, and uh, Cornette tries to cover it up. He's like, well, well, he was just looking back tag. He didn't know who he was tagging. It's just somebody tagged him, and he didn't mean to tag Jeff Hardy. I was like, okay, well, like you I said. You didn't have to explain it. We got it. Yeah, Cornette, it's just, just calm down. Uh, let's see. Uh, springboard leg drop to Tejo. Uh, poetry motion to Tejo. Uh, everyone brawls. Remember, Jeff, what's up? That was was the debut of the Poetry in Motion, right? I believe so, yes. I don't think we've seen it. Well, unless it was on Monday Night, right? It was a debut for Oh, yeah, you're right. It was a Sunday Night Heat debut (laughs) of the Poetry in Motion, yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Everyone brawls. Remember, the two legal men are, I believe, Tejo and Jeff Hardy. I lost count. Too much then hits their assisted leg drop thing, which I forgot what it was called. Taylor then hits Tejo with a cover... He, he pins him. Uh, T- Scott Taylor pins Tejo. Then Funaki comes off the top rope and he hit. You look kind of botchy, right? He didn't. He, he wasn't even close to him. Yeah. He wasn't even close to Scott Taylor. And it's funny because Scott Taylor didn't even sell it. He's like, oh, he didn't hit me. Mm-hmm. And then he, uh, I think Funaki was just like, you need to pin. You need to take the pin. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. he rolls Tejo over Scott Taylor uh, for the three count. The guy's like literally three feet away. Uh, mm-hmm. pin when uh, Tejo gets the uh, the pin on Scott Taylor, who wasn't even the legal man here. Mm. Well, it was too much chaos. Get it? Uh, too much? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, Dick Togo is in Bullet Club, which are a rival feud with or a rival faction of Chaos. So, mm. I'm just putting it, things it's, together it's, now. It's all in circles. Yeah. Uh, despite too much showing how they can work in this match, this was a horrible match with a bad finish. Jeff Hardy, like I said, was a legal man, legal man, and uh, kind of got screwed out here. Uh, too much and Hardys, they argue and brawl afterwards. The refs pull them apart, and there we go. And that's why they tagged, so they can do this. Yeah, We get another recap of how McMahon was attacked by Stone Cold Steve Austin. If you didn't know, 
uh, from watching Raw the past couple weeks or watching the minute-long video package at the beginning of the show, he mm-hmm. attacked him on a Zamboni. <clears throat> then we move on to... Oh, oh, there's also a recap of Mankind. And... Um, and he's gonna sleep. What was this, the clown name? But Bobo. I, I brought you some female entertainment. Uh, Yurple the clown. Yurple. <laughs> yeah, she was fan. Oh hi Vince, how you doing? He's just Vince is just like. No, just, she called him Vinny. How you doing, Vinny? He's like, dude, just leave me alone, Vinny? please. Like, I just want to rest. Yeah. <laughs> like and you I legit believe- feel bad for Vince. Yeah, yeah, but he he was. Uh, which I do like. You know something funny about this. Is I don't know if if Jericho knew about this or AEW knew about this, but this past week on AEW, there was a 30th anniversary of mm-hmm. you know the Jericho career, and mm-hmm. MJF brought a clown down to for you know for Jericho. So I don't know. Yeah. It happened 22 years ago, the same week. I wonder if they even thought of that or if it was just pure coincidence. Mm, well, I'll uh, let you let yeah. us know in the comments. What do you guys think? Yeah, yeah, it could, it could be a hell of a coincidence. Yeah, um, <clears throat> but you know what? I think we do get is the debut of Mr. Socko. Huh. Mr. Socko, I love how he um he goes down and um, I say that weird. Uh, mankind goes like uh, down by the edge of the bed. That even sounds weirder. Uh, mankind gets on his knees by the edge of the bed. Jesus Christ. Uh, now he uh, mankind ducks down and Vince is like, "What are you doing? What are you doing?" He's like, "Oh, I got Mister Sacco." And yeah, debut of Mister Sacco on Monday Night Raw mm-hmm. the week prior. Hey man, Mister Sacco, a very established member of the uh, WWF lore. Will Mister Sacco ever be inducted into the Hall of Fame? Oh, I, I better hope so. You know, and just M- mankind or Mick Foley just down there. How's everyone doing? <laughs> no, he actually inducts him. I like to. Who would? No, no, no. Who in would induct him? I don't think Mick would. You know uh, who should? Vince? You know who should? Uh, the Rock. The Cobra should. Uh, Santino yeah. Marella, the yeah, Cobra. Yeah, yeah. He should, and he just and it would. Everyone would just laugh. Everybody and, should be the Rock, because it was the Rock and Sock connection. Yeah. No, you're it right. wasn't rock, rock and Mick. You're right. You're right. You're, you're right. You're right. Uh, we move on to our next match of the night: Vader uh, versus Edge. Oh, uh, let me guess. Vader wins. Wait, when did that happen? Let me guess. Well, I'm just being. Yeah, I was gonna say, when did Vader win? I was like, yeah. If you want to take that, uh, if you want to take that bet in Vegas, I mean, you're you're more than welcome to. <laughs> you might you might make a bunch of money one day if you're watching early '90s WCW. I, I think I think the, the, every single episode we've done of Heat, and it's been how many? Eleven. I think he got a uh, D. Uh, no, no, he didn't get. Uh, a, yeah, he got a DQ. He got DQ win DQ, once. DQ win once. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I wrote it down somewhere, but I can't. I think I threw it away. <laughs> it was uh, a whole D-Lo thing. Yeah. Uh, I will say this: this this match was good. I, I yes. enjoyed it. Uh, Vader and Edge. It seemed like Edge wanted to work with Vader, and it seemed mm-hmm. like Vader was more than willing to work with Edge. So Leon, you're one of my idols. And uh, even though Shane on commentary the entire time is just trying to wear him. Oh, look! The thing you gotta do is you just gotta you let him run out of gas. You know, just just keep mm-hmm. running the circles around. I'm like, I get it. At least they don't narrow sing there. Like he's the thousand pounds, Vader. He's you know thank god that's not happening but you know what fact they brought up that i completely forgot what's that that christian is 
Edge's little brother. Yeah. Well, you, that, <laughs> completely, that, completely that's why that. last week on uh, Heat, he was looking at him weird, like, what are you doing here? Yeah. What are you doing here? Uh, let's see. So there's a bunch of strikes to Edge. Uh, basically, Vader beats down on Edge at the beginning of the match, hits a power bomb, strikes him down. They fight on the outside. Uh, Vader is then tossed into the stairs. Edge almost used the stairs as a weapon, and the ref was like, no. Mm-hmm. And Edge was like, sorry, I'll put it down. He's like, that's good. Yeah. It's a good Edge. Get back in the ring before I start the 10 count. He said, I'm sorry. And he gets back in the ring. Um, they battle back into the ring. We have a flying lariat to Vader, which didn't look that great. But uh, mm-hmm. Vader then catches Edge for a power slam, which looked really good. Yeah. Uh, Vader misses a big sit-down splash, uh, downward spiral to Vader, pin win. This is a fun match. Uh, Vader wasn't being buried, and yeah. Well, in essence, he is, but... I mean, overall, yeah, yeah. his career is being buried, but this match was a good showcase for him. He put... Thanks, thanks to Edge. I think Edge was paying respect to the to the um, old schooler, to yeah. the veteran. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then we move on to our next match of the night, which... Uh... Is Ken Shamrock just... just just always just, ah! yeah, you know what I mean? Just that individual. Yeah. I'm not going to say, sorry, I'm just going to say he has a lot of fury in his eyes. Every yeah, time he comes he, down to the ring. Yeah. I think he's trying to carry that pancrase UFC vibe everywhere he goes. Yeah. So he brings it over here. Yeah. Well, I'm a legit beast. Ah! Uh, so I'm it all the time. It's Shamrock versus Al Snow because, you know, mankind and Al Snow, they're friends because, you know, crazy. Um, they, they should have at least had a like a segment where they were in a mental asylum together. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That like they became friends in there, and he's like, "Oh, Mister Sacco, did you meet Head?" Uh, yeah. Snow, uh, Shamrock takes it to Snow, and <laughs> that just makes me laugh. I don't know why. <laughs> Shamrock takes it to Snow. Uh, Snow fights back with a series of strikes. Man, this sounds like my uh. My late uh, teenage years. Uh, belly, to, <laughs> belly to belly to, to Al Snow. I'm just going to say Al Snow from now on. Uh, Shamrock then locks in the ankle lock. Snow crawls to the ropes and uh, bites the bottom rope. And yeah. Snow refuses to let go of the uh, the hold because Shamrock just, you're right. He's the fighter who doesn't give a shit about losing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, not so much to the Dan Severn level. Like, at least Shamrock was very. Like, hey, you know, this is, you know, this is the business. This is what you got to do. But, you know, he he just gets all these DQ losses where he's just like, fuck it, I'll throw a chair at you. I don't care. I'm just <laughs> it's just that 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 lapse. That fury. Of yeah, that lapse of judgment caused by fury. I went Hulk. Oh, God. Yeah, you know. I'm sorry, guys. Sometimes when you're fighting with snow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm fighting Al Snow. You know, you just gotta, you gotta, gotta beat him <laughs> up. Uh, he held the ankle lock in. He got the DQ law, or he Snow got the DQ win. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shamrock then refuses to let the hold go. Outruns Scorpio because you know they were in a horrible tag team match. Apparently, they're a tag team. Well, Scorpio does end up in the Job Squad, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, they were former ECW comrades that came over during yeah. the yeah the full invasion. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, then we get Michael Cole with uh, Road Dog backstage, and uh, oh, what did you skip? Mick coming out with a real save. Oh yeah, Mick came out and saved uh, Al Snow and Scorpio, kind mm-hmm. of right. He did. Yeah, well, you know, Scorpio came out and his save failed, 
So that cues McFoley to come out. What are we calling them? We're calling them mankind, right? So mankind comes out, and this time he comes out wielding a chair, and that know. chair is what makes the difference. I feel like Mick Foley at this stage in his career, like they even mention the different faces of Foley. You know, it's mm-hmm. not it's not like it's not like before when he was Cactus Jack in WCW, mm-hmm. uh, but then he's mankind in WWE. At first, they didn't mention it; he was just mankind. Now they're like, "It's Mick Foley. He's coming. He just wanted mankind's one of the faces of him. He's many faces. Do mm-hmm. love." But but we have had um cactus jack and uh dude love show up yet yeah we have we have yeah yeah cactus jack because cactus jack was was feuding with uh the the new age outlaws with terry with chainsaw charlie terry that already happened i thought that was that happened later on no that already happened okay um yeah i'm pretty sure because that's that's because they won the tag titles from them before they joined dx yep okay So, so yeah yeah because uh, they pushed him off of the, they were in the dumpster. They pushed him off, mm-hmm. and dude, love I believe has already been a thing. I believe, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he was dude, yeah. Because right, or, because, or, or, or does it happen this rumble? No, from here, he's from here on him. out, he's oh, okay. He's mankind, he, Mick Foley, yeah. mankind. Well, ma- yeah, 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 yeah. But you know what I mean, Mick Foley, mankind. Yeah, yeah, mankind. not just mankind, the mysterious figure. Yeah, uh, I hang out in boiler rooms. Now he's all like he's not he's not from uh truth or consequences, New Mexico. No. No. Was that where he was booked from? When he was no he was parts unknown when he was mankind. When he's cactus jack, he's truth or consequences. Nope. Truth or consequences. So like I said, Michael Cole was backstage with the road dog, Jesse James. And he cuts the best tough enough promo you've ever seen. Really? It felt, to me, it felt like a tough enough promo. Oh God. This was just I mean, it was so bad to me. Like I I he, they ask him, uh, he goes, where, where, I need to ask, where's your partner? Where's B.A. Billy Gunn? I'm going to tell you where B.A. Billy Gunn is because I don't give a beep about where he is. And he literally said beep. I have a friend that talks like that. And it's annoying as hell. Are they in the 90s still? Or are they just like really Christian? Or, <laughs> no, he's, no, or are they no, both? He's, he, he's in the 90s. You know, you know who I'm talking to you, man. You know who you are. Sorry. Hi, I'm Corey. <laughs> um, uh, so then Road Dog says, "If you want to talk about Billy Gunn, I'll give you his pager number, and you can talk to me your bleeping self." Uh, <laughs> pager. For those of you that don't know, before cell phones, a pager is a device, yay big, that doctors used to use specifically. And drug dealers. And drug dealers. Doctors still use them, actually. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Because so it, it gives you. You call this number. And you dial, you put your number in when it prompts you, yeah. and it sends an alert to this device. And that device and shows you go, your like, phone number. You go, what? Because who, who it would always come up at the top. You'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember at Beeper City? Yep. Yeah. And uh, eventually, teenage girls got a hold of these beepers, and they started making uh, numbers say things. Oh, is that like, where is that there, where boobs, there was code? Is that where boobs came from? Like on the calculator? Yes. Yes, and like one four three was I love you, and oh I didn't know uh, hell was if you turned it upside down it was four three one one seven yeah whatever it is four yeah. three one one yeah, yeah yeah well uh, thanks teenage girls thanks thank you uh, watch more Raw because apparently your your teenage demographic is needed for Monday Night Raw <laughs> yeah and, and AEW so so yeah no I say this is a, a tough enough level to promo. Uh, yeah, and then 
the road dog it's funny because road dog looks so young in this like he does he looks he looks like a baby uh, i and think he, he said he said something weird like uh oh no he said it in the ring never mind my 250 pound the freak of a hair he said or the braid of braids on his hair he's gonna whoop. yeah yeah that's Jeff Jarrett, that's he's gonna whoop your bleep and i'm like shut up yes oh and then my highlight my highlight of the show we have Stephen, a real man's man video package. Oh, Stephen Regal, William Regal is literally sitting there cutting a dozen oranges and squeezing it to one cup of juice. Where they're like, a real man doesn't drink from the carton. A real <laughs> man squeezes. I'm like, pulp and all. Really? Are you serious? Come on, like let's let's be real here. Yeah. Uh, where we at? Uh, but no, it, it, it's great. I love it. Yeah, I mean, and I love pulp. Get, Don't get me wrong. I love yeah, I love no, pulpy juice. But yeah, and then we get JJ versus JJ. Yes, Jesse James versus Jeff Jarrett. Uh, mm-hmm. Both one month, one month later because they talk about a beef that they had a month ago and this payback time wasn't a month ago. That was like reason. two years ago. Well, that, they said it was a month. Um, a month oh, ago. Oh, no, you're right because leading from the one from two years ago when mm-hmm. when. Road dog. He started out as his roadie. Yeah, and they and they go through the whole. Turned out he used to lip sync to Road Dog's voice. Yeah. Um, so, so thanks for the you know the history lesson, but all right. Thanks, Cornette. I guess. Yeah, <sighs> and Ro- Road Dog's just coming off as a super fucking hip hop appropriate. Okay, so I don't. <laughs> the culture, DX. culture of yeah. The only two faces I see in DX are China and X-Pac. The only two. Which makes sense why they got together. And they were like, everyone else here is just a dick. Yeah, yeah. And Triple H is your tweener funny heel. Yeah, he, he's a total dick. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I guess Badass Billy Gunn's a face. But Road Dog and Triple H are just total heels. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Uh, this was a match. Shake, rattle, and, and And he has this country accent. And you know he's a country singer. And he says things like for shizzle and bizzle. And then he does that whole uh, electro thing. He, he lived, and, he lived uh, three weeks in New York. So it's fine. Oh, he boy. Up, it just it really it hits the tongue differently nowadays. Oh, to me now. Oh, yeah. Hindsight, hindsight's 2020. Uh, this is another match, though, with a shitty finish where Road Dog didn't care about the finish of this match because he just wanted to get his revenge on Jeff Jarrett. He grabbed his guitar, whacked Jeff Jarrett with it. Uh, the one that says, don't bleep me off. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's DQ win for Jeff Jarrett. Uh, so Jeff Jarrett's the face now? Um, my, it came off as no, such. No, 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 no. <laughs> You're wrong. Yeah, Road yeah. Dog's the face here mm-hmm. because he didn't care. He didn't care about winning or losing. Unlike mm-hmm. uh, uh, Ken Shamrock earlier who didn't care about winning or losing, but he was a total heel. And didn't use a foreign object. Uh, then we get the fourth Vince McMahon recap of the night. This is where he's attacked by Stone Cold. I literally just skipped through these because I was like, yeah, I remember it. I don't need to fucking. Okay, but did they did they show the part where he used the defibrillator on his foot? Do you know? I was waiting for it, and I was kind of shuffling through. Like, did I miss it? Is it there? And I didn't see it. No. I just love how you see, like, Vince. He's, like, in his tidy white. Vince Vince wears tidy <laughs> yeah. white. Yeah. Um, I was expecting silk boxers. <laughs> no? The Fruit of Loom guy, that guy. I, he definitely has a pair of silk boxers. He busts out for Linda uh, every now and again. On, on Valentine's Day. Uh, that's what I call St. Valentine's Day Massacre. That's oh, disgusting. Linda, it's your birthday. 
You are oh, Vince. Silky silkies. I appreciate it, but I would like to go to bed tonight because <laughs> it is probably what is best for this family. <laughs> I'm gonna go rewrite the show. I'm out of here. Uh, then we get uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin versus D'Lo Brown. And this is weird because <sighs> right before they announced the match, D'Lo comes in, and then there's a D'Lo X Pac a recap, and then there's the Dead Bros recap. Yeah. And then we get the match. Yeah. No, I mean, they stretched out. And it's funny because then, and then it cuts back to D'Lo in the ring, and they're still playing his music. He's just like, yeah, what's up? I'm D'Lo Brown. I'm like, yeah. D'Lo, have you been doing that for five minutes? 15, which I, brother. Which I think he has, honestly, because. Well, these are edited, but I could totally imagine, you know. D'Lo, man. Stretching, yeah. I, looking back, I was like, oh, D'Lo is a great wrestler. I love D'Lo Brown. And I don't know what I was thinking. Maybe he yeah, is a great wrestler. Those are words wrestler. I've never uttered. Maybe he was a great wrestler, and maybe there was. I have respect for the guy because he's been in the industry for a long time. But, man. In the Attitude Era, he was not great in the ring. I will say that. Yeah, like, no. I don't know. Just watching, re-watching his matches now, I'm just watching it like it's kind. They're kind of botchy. Yeah, I don't know. Just and we've seen great. we've seen two pay per view matches when you're supposed to be at your peak. SummerSlam when you're supposed to be at your peak, and he was nervous. I think. Uh, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, yeah, it could be that, too. Austin goes right after D'Lo. A Thez pressed, uh, followed by the falling elbow to D'Lo. Suplex to D'Lo. D'Lo evades a, what was it, like a rope leg drop, but Austin no-sell. He literally, he's supposed to get crotch, and Austin just no-sells. It turns around and hits D'Lo with a clothesline. Uh, stunner, uh, pin, win. And, uh, yeah, so. Uh, then Mark Henry comes in. It wasn't that good of a match. Was, yeah. Stunner. Yeah. Get out of here, Mark. And then uh, Austin's just staring down Shane McMahon in the commentary. And Shane's just like. Mm. God, he's looking. He's not looking at me. Is he? Cornette. Cornette, is he still looking at me? Is he still there? Did he go? Yeah, mm-hmm. he's still looking at you. He's looking right at you. Austin. Austin, he's right here. It's at the son of Vince. Take him <laughs> out. So. And I've been. I've been um, trained now to always see the beers flying into the ring. And I, I felt weird. Like, I felt incomplete. Like, OCD, where are my beers at? There's no beers. Oh, it's Sunday night. Austin just kind of rolls out of the ring, just gets out. Maybe they couldn't. Maybe they couldn't have beers on, on MTV. Oh, or no, they're on USA. No, no, the USA. Yeah. It's same same channel that has Silk Stalkins. Oh, God. Literally that. <laughs> what was it this week? Oh, uh, Pacific Pacific Blue this week. Someone goes into the latest jail and finds a sultress, Sable. Sable, yeah. Was Sable like, was in jail. Oh, that's right. Where well, This is where Sable was in a latest prison. Me? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I wonder what kind of craziness is going to happen in there. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Literally, I had a friend who was a female. I mean, she was a friend when I was younger, when we got older. She became crazy, like not crazy. She didn't like. She doesn't have like a mental illness. She uh, she became. She started a life of crime, and I was like, oh. Nonetheless, she got in jail, and she would call me every now and again, and I'm just like, I was never like, ooh, what's going on in the latest jail? Who's (laughs) dropping the soap? What you doing the showers today? Like she literally was like, this one woman screams all night and won't shut up, and we all want to kick her ass. Um, Sorry, and now I'm. 
a born again Christian, and I was like, I'm sorry. Oh, all right. Well, cool. Call me if you want to talk. Mm-hmm. Not for that long though, gotta go. And because I got to watch Sunday Night Heat each week with you at home and you, Jose, whichever direction you're in. I don't know how this gets recorded. So, anyways, uh, yeah, that was the that was the whole episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Recap on top of recap. Recap on top recap? of re- yeah. Was that recap on the recap of the recap of the recap? <laughs> Welcome to the Heat Recap Show. It was great. Uh, so. Uh, to leave the show, you know, always don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. But we have a schedule. Uh, we'll let you know the schedule. I know. Yeah, just we're, we're one week away from Judgment, Judgment Day. Judgment Day 1998 is next week. So, guys, go watch that. Like, go watch it because I haven't yet. I don't even – I know what happens, but um, it's it's stuck fresh in my mind because it's a Well, you know what happens in the main event, but what happens in the undercard? Don't remember that. That's all. always the interesting part, right? Yeah. Going back, I'm guessing it'll be some variation of Ken Shamrock uh, as Scorpio, um, Hardy Boys, and Hardy, Oh yeah, Hardy Boys and, maybe versus Too Much. Yeah. I'll oh, and that. Too Much. That's right. Yeah. Or it could be a three way. Yeah. 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 Triple threat. Yeah. Um. And also, we'll see. We'll see. And also this week, me and you will be back. We're gonna recap the full draft, all the picks. Mm-hmm. Uh, talk about who went where. And why? Winners and losers. Winners and lo- there's already some shakeups uh, on the SmackDown and breakups. Shakeups and yeah, I know. Ah, oh, it's okay. There's still there's still one. You know we'll what? <sighs> Every day it's a new day. Yes, it mm-hmm. is. Anyways, yes, it is. And anything else you want to add before we get out of here? Uh, stay tuned for more surprises on retro reviews. We're not gonna announce them yet. They're in our back pocket, but it is October. And Halloween is in October. Yeah. Just Shotzi Blackheart. Mm-hmm. This, yeah. Anyways, thank you. Yeah, that's true. Keep an eye out. Retro reviews each week. Judgment Day next week. Hell in the Cell the following week. And back yeah. schedule. Have, have a one. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. Absolutely. Have a wonderful evening and or day or morning. And mm-hmm. have a wonderful, if this is your final show with us and we, you never watch us again. Because you watched the full episode. No. No. Come on. Have a wonderful life. Baby, come back. Baby, come back to me. My favorite version, there's a commercial, though, where, like, a mariachi band sings it. And they're, like, out <laughs> I think in the I remember that. They're, like, yeah, yeah. baby, come back. Yeah. Oh, it's great. Anyways. It might be, like, a Mars commercial. Oh, it's Swiffer. It's for Swiffer. Ah, okay. It's cool. Have a, wonderful, have a wonderful day. We'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank <laughs> you.